Yo, what's good everyone and welcome back to the Mail Media Network. My name's Griffin Swanson and today I'm going to be breaking down the Thursday night football game between the New York Jets and the Indianapolis Colts. I got a couple of prize picks here that I like for this game and then we're going to dive into my spreadsheet breaking down that DraftKings showdown slate. But before we do that, if you could like this video here and subscribe to the channel, I would greatly appreciate that. Y'all probably know this by now, but if not, the Mail Media Network has football content coming out Monday through Sunday all season long, and you don't want to miss out on any of that. And for you podcast people, you can always go over to the Apple Pods or Spotify and find the content there. And while you're over there, don't be afraid to leave a five-star review. But with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into this Thursday night game, kicking it off with a couple of prize picks that I like. All right, so I'm over on the prizepicks.com website here now. For those of you who have not signed up for prize picks and perhaps interested in doing so, you can use the promo code MMN, that stands for Mayo Media Network, and you can get up to a $100 match deposit. Free money, house money that you're playing with right off the bat, as long as you're using that promo code. You don't have to put 100 bucks in either, you want to put in 50 they'll match 50. You want to put in 20, they'll match 20. Again, as long as you're using the promo code MMN, you'll get up to a $100 match deposit. So take advantage of that. Now, I got two picks that I like here for this Thursday night game. And the first is going to be a rushing prop. And you can see there's a number of different props that we can choose from. They already got the Sunday props out already as well, if you want to dive into those. But for this Thursday night game, the first one that I like is Jonathan Taylor over 80 and a half rushing yards. He's topped 100 plus rushing yards in three of his past five games averaging 81.1 per game all season long playing a bad Jets defense here that has allowed 115 rushing yards per game to their opponents and I'm looking at a couple different projection sites here and they got him at 89 and 92 yards so a 10 yard gap there for him to clear it I think he does that in this game I think the Colts play with the lead the more they play with the lead the more they're going to give this guy the ball but either way Jonathan Taylor has been very good here especially over his past five games and I like him at the over at 80 and a half and then the other prop that I like here for this game is going to be a receptions prop and it's not going to be for a wide receiver or tight end it's actually going to be for Michael Carter there at over four and a half receptions and you might be going dude really four and a half receptions for a running back look I'm going off a two game sample here with Mike White and Mike White kind of took over two games ago last game was his first official NFL start but played a majority of the snaps two games ago as well against the New England Patriots. In those two games, Michael Carter here has seen a combined 23 targets and 17 receptions. So he had nine targets against the New England Patriots and 14 last week against the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm going off that two-game sample size of Michael Carter here with Mike White. But in those two games, Mike White is looking to him a lot. And if they are playing from behind in this game, all the better for Michael Carter to see more targets and get more receptions. So I like the over at four and a half. I know it's a bigger number but I think he gets there in this Thursday night matchup so to recap here the two props that I like is Jonathan Taylor over 80 and a half rushing yards and Michael Carter over four and a half receptions again we can approach this two different ways the flex play or the power play if you go the power play route you will need all of your picks to hit but it does increase the payout. And again, for those of you who want to sign up for prize picks, you can use the promo code MMN and get up to a $100 match deposit. 
take advantage of that. Now wait, hold up here. Before we dive into this spreadsheet, Pat literally just hit me up as I was finishing up this video here, and he's got a special promo code offer for those who have not signed up for prize picks yet. So that code is going to be MMN. NFL. Now, you do have to play an entry here for this Thursday night game, but if you do so using that code MMNNFL and Mike White throws for one single yard in this game, you're also going to get a $25 bonus on top of the $100 match deposit as well. So take advantage of that if you have not signed up yet. We got this special promo code. Again, it's MMNNFL. You'll get up to a $100 match deposit and then a $25 bonus as well if Mike White throws for one single yard. All right, now diving into this spreadsheet here, breaking down the DraftKings showdown slate. We're going to start here in the top left-hand corner with those Vegas odds like we always do. You can see the Colts are heavy home favorites here, sitting on a money line of minus 510. They're also 10.5 point favorites in this game. And then we got an over-under there of 45.5. Maybe some shootout potential. I'm not really banking on that, but a pretty solid number to say the least. And then we got some showdown stats there from 2020 as well in regards to the top 1% of lineups from last year's showdowns. Let's pop on over to this other sheet, though. I got six different stats that I want to go through. Take a screenshot of these. Do whatever you want. I'm going to go through these pretty quick. Number one, 92% of all showdown lineups from last year rostered at least one quarterback. And of the top 1% of lineups, 96% had a quarterback rostered as well. Number two, 33% of all lineups rostered a wide receiver at captain. And of the top 1% of lineups, 31.5% had a wide receiver at captain as well. Number three, 57% of the top 1% of lineups rostered a captain from the team favored to win. So in this example here, the Indianapolis Colts. Number four, run it back and opposing quarterback, wide receiver, or tight end was included in 88.9% of the winning lineups that rostered a quarterback, wide receiver, or tight end from the other team at captain. Number five, ignore defense and kickers in the captain spot. Very rarely does that work. Only 1.1% of the time last year in the top 1% of lineups. And number six, do not play more than two kickers or defenses in the same lineup usually one is fine. With all that said, let's go ahead and dive into some of my favorite plays here for this showdown slate. We're going to kick it off with the captains like we always do, and for those of you who are new to this video, what I do is I always list out a captain from both sides of this game. Starting on the cold side of things here, I like Michael Pittman Jr. Now, yes, Jonathan Taylor is the best overall play on this showdown slate, but he's also the most expensive player here, and so if you put him in your lineup, just know you're not going to have a lot of money left over to fill out the rest of your lineup. That's part of the reason I like Michael Pittman Jr. here. You get a $2,000 price savings by putting him in there over Jonathan Taylor, and that can go a long way when it comes to your showdown lineups, but Pittman Jr. here has been the clear-cut number one wide receiver for this Colts offense all year, leading the team in targets. Red zone targets seeing a 30% share there, and air yards seeing 35% of the air yards, and he's got that 25, 30-plus draft game point upside we saw just last week, where he racked up 30 draft Kings points had two touchdowns in that game which is key when you're putting in someone in the captain spot you want them to have a nice ceiling at 25 30 plus DraftKings points Michael Pittman Jr. has that and PFF pro football focus is giving Pittman Jr. here the best matchup of any wide receiver over any cornerback in this Thursday night game he's gonna see a lot of Brendan Eccles who just hasn't been great for the Jets so like I said you could put Taylor in here if you wanted to hell you could put in Carson Wentz but I like Michael Pittman Jr. 
Jr. at 15-3. Now on the Jets side of things here, I like Jamison Crowder, and part of the reason for that is because this Colts defense has been great at stopping running backs this year, one of the best rush defenses in the league, but haven't been very good at stopping the pass, so putting in a Jets wide receiver in the captain spot makes sense, and it does do to the game script as well. I do foresee the Jets playing from behind, having to throw the ball a little bit more, and Crowder's been solid. He's only played four games this year, but top 17 DraftKings points last game, and 19 DraftKings points just a few weeks ago. He's got more upside than that. I've seen this guy get 30 plus DraftKings points in the past, and while the quarterback situation here is a little bit sketchy, I know Mike White balled out last week against the Bengals. It's only going to be a second career NFL start, but if I'm going to roll in a Jets captain, it's likely going to be a wide receiver, and Crowder makes sense. He led the Jets wide receivers with nine targets last week, and he's got the best wide receiver cornerback matchup of any Jets wide receiver against slot cornerback Kenny Moore. Now, hopping on down here to my favorite flex plays. First guy I got there is Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, just name-dropped him when I was going through the captains, and yes, you could put him in the captain spot. He's just the most expensive player, so no, it's going to be a little more difficult to fill out the rest of your lineup, but by all means doable. He's projected to be the best overall play here on this slate, and rightfully so, because the Jets are allowing 38.1 DraftKings points per game to opposing running backs this year, the most in the NFL, and Taylor has now hit 21 plus DraftKings points in five straight games with a ceiling of 35 plus. So he's been balling out himself, a great matchup here. And even though he is expensive, I want exposure to him, whether it be in the captain spot or as a flex play. The next guy I got there then is Carson Wentz. And after a shaky start to the season with his new team, he started to find his game a little bit over the past five, throwing for two plus touchdowns in five straight games, hitting anywhere from 17 to 26 DraftKings points so you could put him in the captain spot as well. Now, he is coming off a game here where he had two bad interceptions, which ultimately cost the Colts the game against the Tennessee Titans, but this is a good bounce-back spot here for Wentz. I think he could easily throw for two-plus touchdowns in this game as well, and I always go back to that first stat from last year. Of the top 1% of lineups, 96% of them had a quarterback rostered, so it definitely makes sense to go with someone like Carson Wentz or Mike White in your showdown lineup. Now, with that being said, said, I obviously want to highlight Mike White here as well. You know, I think that's going to be the case on most showdowns. Unless the over-under is under 40 points, both quarterbacks are likely viable. And if Mike White plays anything like he did in his first NFL start last week, then yes, he definitely comes into play, where he threw for over 400 passing yards last week, three touchdowns, and 31 DraftKings points. Just fantastic in his first start. Now, he did have two interceptions, and I'll talk about that with the Colts defense, but at 98 it by all means looks like he can meet his value. And again, go back to that first stat. I definitely want exposure to him and or Carson Wentz in my lineup. The next guy I got there then is Michael Carter, who by all means could be put in the captain spot as well due to the passing upside that we've seen with him and Mike White. And I say that because Mike White basically replaced Zach Wilson early in that game against the New England Patriots, which has led to Michael Carter seeing the most targets of any Jets player in back-to-back -back games. I mentioned it during the prize pick segment, he's seen an absurd 23 targets in his past two games, racking up 17 receptions, and he's getting more involved in the rushing game as well, hitting double-digit rushing attempts and four straight, so the opportunity is absolutely there, and that has led to some pretty damn good DraftKings performances, hitting 10, 14, 17,
17 and 32 DraftKings points in each of his past four games. Next, we got Zach Pascal there of the Colts, and with T.Y. Hilton out in this game, Pascal basically slides back in as wide receiver number two in this offense. He's actually second on the team in both targets and red zone targets, and the red zone targets are very encouraging, seeing 27%. That's pretty damn good for a guy priced at $6,600. However, Pascal has not been great here, really dating back to week two and week one where he hit 20 and 15 DraftKings points. He has not topped double-digit DraftKings points since then. However, the targets and red zone targets are encouraging. He did see eight targets last week, and if he can get eight targets in this game, by all means think he's in play, especially at this price, a 6,600. Now, one guy here who has not struggled to hit double-digit DraftKings points in three straight games is Ty Johnson. Very good price tag here, $6,400, and considering the upside he has in the passing game as well, I like going to him along with Michael Carter. This might be one of those showdowns where I play both in the same lineup. Ty Johnson, while he hasn't seen 23 targets in his past two games, like Michael Carter, he has seen 13. He saw seven back in week seven and six just last week. He's hit 11, 13, and 19 DraftKings points in three straight games. So some pretty solid upside there. I by all means do prefer Michael Michael Carter, but again, I don't mind stacking up both of them in my same showdown lineup. We then got Mo Ali Cox, the tight end for the Colts there, and I did go back and forth a little bit between him and Naeem Hines, but I like the touchdown upside a little bit more with Mo Ali Cox, and the Jets haven't been particularly good at stopping tight ends this year, allowing 15.7 DraftKings points per game. Now, the downfall here with Mo Ali Cox is he only plays about 50% of the offensive snaps, and so I don't love that, but at $5,200, yeah, I'm willing to just justify it. He's still got that 10, 15 plus DraftKings point upside. We've seen him do it a couple of times already this year. He actually had one game where he hit 19 DraftKings points. So if he can get me double digit points, I'd be okay with that. And considering the Jets haven't been great at stopping tight ends, I by all means think he can get there on Thursday night. Now I do like the Colts defense here in this game as well. I know Mike White was great last week against the Bengals, but he also threw two interceptions and he threw two interceptions in the game prior to that against the New England Patriots as well. He didn't start in that game. Technically, last week was his first start, but he's got four interceptions here now in his last two games, and this Colts defense here has two interceptions in three straight games and has racked up two-plus sacks in five straight, so I definitely think they can get after Mike White here, create some chaos, and make him turn the ball over and take some sacks. This Colts defense has shown some solid upside here as well, hitting 11 and 15 DraftKings points in two of their past three weeks. Not crazy to think that they could get double-digit DraftKings points here in this game, especially as heavy home favorites. And then to wrap it up there, I got Ashton Doolin, and look, you're punting with this play here at $200, but considering that T.Y. Hilton is going to be out in this game, Doolin should slide in as wide receiver number three for the Colts. Not bad at all for a guy priced at $200 here, and he's seen four targets in each of his past two games. He's got an A dot average depth of target of about 13 yards, so he's got that deep threat ability as well. Uh, he might only see two, three targets in this game, but if he can hit on a long ball, he can easily meet value here at $200. But again, you're punting with this play. Basically, what I'm going off of here is, okay, he's going to be wide receiver number three in this Colts offense. Play a little bit more with T.Y. Hilton out. 
I don't mind that at this price of 200 Now, all right, everyone, that is going to wrap up the video here for today. As always, thank you all for taking the time out of your day to watch these videos. If you could like this video here and subscribe to the Mayo Media Network, I would greatly appreciate that. Like I said, they got football content coming out Monday through Sunday throughout the rest of the season, so don't miss out on any of that. And again, for those of you who want to sign up for prize picks, you can use the promo code MMN, stands for Mayo Media Network, and that's going to get you up to a $100 match deposit. But let's enjoy this Thursday night game here, folks. Win a little money as well. I'm out of here.